Happy Monday the 13th, one and all. Good afternoon. I was going to say good morning, but it is in fact the afternoon here in LA. It is I, Andrew DeVitri, the Mistress of Pop Culture, here to bring you some juicy, juicy story, five to be specific, on this lovely morning, lovely Monday afternoon. See, I'm just so like conditioned to say Monday morning because I always record in the mornings of every day, but I'm doing an afternoon, a little afternoon delight for everyone today because I... Got home yesterday from a weekend in San Diego, which was fabulous, and I have a bunch of stuff going on today, but I can't, you know, go without doing my job, my work, and my, it is my solemn duty to report to you everything that's juicy and fabulous going on, even though Tuesday, tomorrow, is going to be really exciting because tonight is, in fact, the Met Gala of 2021, which is crazy because last year it was canceled due to, of course, the pandemic, and this year it's going to be a new and refreshing, good little spritz, a little facelift. It's going to be probably a little bit different because of, um, <clears throat> you know, COVID protocols, which is fabulous, but before I get into everything, I do want to say... I am working in my room right now, sitting next to my delightful, beautiful puppy. So if you hear a little bark, a little something, because, you know, dogs are sensitive to noise and they like to interact with the world, as they should, um, that's what that is. It's not just me. Um, and you're going to have to deal with it because I let my dog speak when he wants to. I do not suppress his voice. Every dog should have a voice, just like every human. Well, not every human. You know, like the bigots and like the Donald Trumpies of the world should not have a platform and a voice. But that's another subject. In fact, not one we are going to touch upon today because it's about pop culture. And I'm a pop culture stan, lover, fan. And um, there's just some great stuff to talk about. But aside from that, I hope everybody had a fabulous weekend. I hope everybody's had a great Monday so far. If you're on the East Coast or if you're on the West Coast like me where it's noon. Um, and yeah, then I'm going to go pick up my cousin at the train station. He's staying with me for two weeks to get a little uh, taste of how much, well, if he in fact likes LA, the life in LA. Hold on one sec. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had a little bit of a <clears throat> tickle in my throat. <clears> throat> Ooh, another one. Um, that's why I was in San Diego. I was at a film festival, which was great. I, you know, I really like San Diego. It's beautiful. It's picturesque. It's right on the water. It's very different than LA. It's, um, it's a different vibe. It's kind of San Francisco-ish. It's much more of a city vibe because we were right in the, you know, heart of the city, which I love. I love, you know, I've been to San Diego once before and I've been to San Fran once, but I loved, I love San Diego. And if I wasn't living in LA, I would live in San Fran and then I would live in San Diego and then I would live in, um, maybe Florida and then New York, and then Massachusetts, where I grew up. Massachusetts would be sort of my last, you know, base. Because I've been there, you know, I've been there, I spent 20, when did I move to LA? I was 23. So 23 years of my life, I lived in Massachusetts. I mean, when I was in college, of course, those four years, I was not really there so much. But, um, you know, <clears throat> I like to explore the lay of the land in other places, which is, you know, just dandy and all and well and fine. But it's also blistering hot still here in LA, which is great. I mean, it's always hot on the West Coast, but it's like especially hot right now because we're like in the thick of... um. Well, even though it's technically fall, it's, you know, still summer weather, and um, but I'm living for that. But aside from all of that, um, let's just get into our stories because there's so much to talk about and I have a bunch of stuff going on and my dog is just literally looking at me. You <laughs> good boy. I love looking at me. It's so funny when you say, quote unquote, G-O-O-D space B-O-Y. I'm not going to say it because... When I say that, he wakes up because he knows what that means. It means a T-R-E-A-T. Um, but he can't spell it yet. But my dog's really smart, so he probably can spell one day. Uh, spell one day. Um, it's just so delicious looking at him, and I love him so much, and I can't even handle it. But let's just um, let's get into our stories of the day, because there's much to chat about, starting with the iconic one and only Raven Simone, star of That's So Raven. I think I might have talking about, spoken about her once or twice in this podcast. All good things, because I love me some Raven Baxter. But uh, Raven's chatting about how progressive Disney is, and, and putting it in a great light in the fact that she made a very... Um, I don't want to say controversial decision, but she made a decision that was best suited for the character and not just, you know, falling in line with those who want to just speak to the times or whatever. But um, anyways, this is from Deadline.com. Raven Simone said she turned down change of her character from straight to gay. This is so fascinating because we all know Raven Simone is married to a fabulous woman. Um, I believe her name is Miranda. I watch some of their cooking videos on Raven's Instagram. It's delicious, it's divine, and they're an iconic couple. One that I live for, one that I stand, one that I'm obsessed with. But anyways, Raven's chatting, so... 
actress and that's so raven star raven simone said she told disney she wanted her character on the spinoff raven's home to remain straight speaking to the pride podcast simone said that disney offered to make the spinoff character a lesbian to accommodate raven simone who is gay in real life love that quote There was a conversation before the series started, and I was asked the question, would you like Raven Baxter to be a lesbian? And I said, no. I said, no. Simone said, Simone said she's proud to be gay, but, quote, the reason I said no wasn't because I wasn't proud of who I was or I didn't want to respect the LGBTQ plus community in any way, Simone said, continuing, quote, it was because Raven Baxter is Raven Baxter is Raven Baxter. And Raven Baxter is a character, oh my gosh, an ad keeps popping up, and Raven Baxter is a character that I was proud to play, even if she is straight, cisgender, I don't mind. Let her have her moment. I love that. I love that Raven's literally keeping true to the character and not just making her, um, identifying her as the same sexuality as Raven just because of who Raven is. That's really ballsy. And I think it's just, it's Raven's decision. It is Raven's show. Um, Simone added that adding a new subplot might be a problem for in other acting jobs. Quote, if you ever see me in another character, you see Raven Baxter. And that's what the deal is, Simone added. I think, um, the one thing that that differentiates me from her is now a lot more, obviously, you know, to the point that she is uh, married to a woman now. But I do want to say this. I, I, It's like Raven is just, she's keeping true to the art. She's keeping true to the craft, and she's giving Raven, I mean, on the show, Raven was, of course, straight because she loved that. There was a particular boy. It wasn't Eddie because Eddie was her best friend. But there was a particular boy that she lusted after on the show. And I don't remember what his name was because you know, I haven't watched the series in quite some time. But, I, I mean, of course, Raven could have evolved and changed, you know, experimented and done whatever. But Raven, no. Raven said R- Raven Baxter is a straight gal. And I love it. I live for it. And um, she's just – it's her character. So I think it's really cool, you know. She's not just following suit of just changing – the character just because that's who she is. But I also, and I know I already said this, we're done, but I like really, really like that she's doing this. I think it's a really good life lesson, but I also want to say kudos to Disney for giving her the, the, the just voice to the, the chance to say, this is your character. Would you like her to identify as how you identify? And she said, no, that's awesome. And that makes me, that, that restores my faith in Disney. Not that I ever didn't have faith in Disney because Disney's my favorite company ever. Obviously I'm an MCU nerd, which I've talked about many a time, but you know, they've been in a controversial light because of the ScarJo stuff. And, you know, uh, the streaming data service, whatever it's called, data streaming service, has been off-putting for some people. But, um, you know, the fact that Raven said, <laughs> the fact that that's Raven, the fact that Raven said that her home, where her show is, hosted or, or streamed or whatever, shot, produced by, gave her the chance to be in tune with the times. You can't, you know, you can't ask for anything better than that. Um, but yeah, I love it. I love Raven Simone. I love that's so Raven. And I love the Cheetah Girls. Everything Raven does... Um, it's just magic, and she has an incredible voice, too, and she's so funny, and she's so cool, and she's such a style icon. She's a queen. She's literally the definition of a queen. Okay, second story of the day was really exciting news that dropped over the weekend, yesterday, and that is, of course, the queen of the world, pop star of all pop stars, baby one more time, oops, I did it again, queen, Miss Britney Spears is engaged to boyfriend, now fiancé, Sam Ashkari. I literally screamed when I read this, and I'm sure many other people did too, because this is just another step in the right direction of Britney uh, being liberated, freed from her conservatorship, having the chance to have uh, agency over her own person, and uh, just live the best life that she so rightfully deserves after thirteen, the past 13 years of being controlled like a marionette. Um, but anyways, this is from TMZ, and there's a few updates here. I'm going to read the initial story, and then I'm going to read the updates. So let's start with the initial story. Britney Spears' boyfriend was indeed ring shopping to pop the question. At least that's what she's saying because Brit is announcing to the world that, and this is in caps from TMZ, they are engaged. Amazing. By the way, this isn't a story, but I just want to talk about over the weekend Paris Hilton's engagement party. Paris Hilton's engagement party took place over in New York City. Looked fabulous. Looked iconic. Paris and um, Carter. 
goals, beauty, brains. He's a businessman. She's a, you know, the queen of pop culture. And um, I couldn't be happier for Paris. And I, I really hope, you know, every, this is the love of her life. And she has the, the, the fulfilled life of love and success that she so rightfully deserves. And not somebody who leeches off her because I think we can all see very much so that this guy holds his own and, you know, He's a businessman and, uh, you know, whatever. He's great. Okay, anyway, sorry. Britney Spears uh, just broke the news on Instagram, posting that a video of her showing off the huge rock on that finger with Sam Ashgari by her side. Her caption says it all. Quote, I can't effing believe it. Ring, 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 emoji, heart emoji. And she looks like she's crying. She looks beautiful and she looks happy, which is most important. In the video, Sam's asking if she likes it. (laughs) And Britney approves screaming, yes! And giving him a peck on the cheek. It's strange, though. The ring jumps from the left finger to the right in the same mashup she threw together. Maybe it's just a weird camera thing. Maybe Brittany wanted to change the finger, which is totally fine. In any case, all the jewelry pursuing weave, as in TMZ's seen Sam doing lately, was obviously for this moment. And even though he claimed his Instagram had been hacked when the supposed diamond popped up on his story, it seems that there was some truth to it after all. Sam posted a shot of his own to seemingly prove that, yes, they are indeed planning to get hitched. And Brittany had a little message of her own on his Instagram announcement. She's wearing her ring finger, sticking it up with a gorgeous rock. This is something the longtime couple has said they've wanted for a good while now, but Brittany alleged the constraints of her conservatorship hasn't allowed her to marry her BF of several years, just one of the many reasons she's asked um, for it to be dissolved. Um, unclear if this is just a ceremonial Unclear if this is just ceremonial in nature or the real deal, blah, blah, blah. Okay, and then there's been many updates. Since then, all yesterday, um, the first update, which was at 3.41 p.m. yesterday, Sam's manager, Brandon Cohen, tells TMZ, Sam proposed to Brittany at her home. We're also told Roman Maliev of Forever Diamonds in NYC is the ring designer. Cohen adds, quote, the couple made their longtime standing relationship official today and are deeply touched by the support, dedication, and love expressed to them. And then there's a tweet the jeweler got in on the excitement as well, posting a close-up shot of what exactly is on Britney's hand. Hell of a rock if we ever saw one. And had some touching words for them. Um, quote, the thought and detail that Sam put into this ring made the design process so special for Roman and our team in honor of the lioness herself. We are naming this gorgeous setting the Britney. Oh, and there's another update here too. Sources close to Britney and with direct knowledge to tell TMZ, this one is no joke. Britney is indeed engaged. We're told this is a Neil Lane diamond ring, which is top of the line. Yes, Neil Lane is very famous. I, I have to say, I mean, this news brought a tear to my eye because uh, so many people who have been in support of the Free Britney movement and Britney Spears fans, stands, lovers, and just, just super fans her entire life just want to see her happy. I mean, obviously, the Kevin Fetter line of it all didn't go as well. Although, out of that came two beautiful children, her two sons, Jaden and I believe Sean. Um, and now, Britney, I hope Britney, this is it for Britney. I hope she has a chance of love and, and happiness with this man who stood by her side in really, really tumultuous times, some would argue. And the diamond's beautiful, so I love it. But this leads to our second story of the day, a little bit of a humor story, too, because it has to do with one of my favorite actors of all time and icons, Octavia Spencer, and Britney Spears in one story. I can't even believe it. This is also from TMZ. Britney Spears already taking prenup steps um, after engagement to Sam. Britney Spears has already taken steps to get a prenup drafted just a day after she and Sam announced their Insta- uh, their engagement. Sorry. Sources tell TMZ, sources with direct knowledge who are close to Britney tell TMZ, her camp is already mobilizing to get a prenup drafted. Britney's net worth is reportedly, reportedly hovers at around 60 mil. Damn, girl. This money is hers, but although she's not making nearly what she ranked in when she's performing, she's still making considerable coin. Sam joked he was the one who wanted a prenup to protect his Jeep and his shoes, but the reality is the prenup is not only in the cards, it's necessary. As we reported TMZ, as in we, Britney had a prenup with Kevin Federline, and that was before the conservatorship. It may have been... It may be even more important now, not because it's an omen, but just smart. 
Brittany announced the engagement Sunday, but that but did not say when they were getting married. This would be her third marriage, and it's unclear when they would tie the knot, but her team isn't wasting any time getting the document signed, sealed, and delivered ahead of the nuptials. Uh, well, I think Sam is totally going to comply with this, and I, I don't think he's marrying her for the money. I think, I mean, he probably fell in love with her, and, and, and like the fact that he stood with her in such difficult times means he clearly believes in her and, and defending his woman, his queen. Um, and I think that's great, but also why I brought up Octavia Spencer. Was what Brittany posted this Octavia's many celebrities commented, you know, expressing their congratulations, but Octavia Octavius commented saying, Make him sign a prenup, which is so savage and so funny and so Octavia. I love Octavia. Octavia's like auntie. Octavia's the auntie that we all need to like be in our corner and make sure we're all, you know, doing well. She's watching over everybody's Instagram. Just, you know, make sure everybody's staying in line and following her rules because she's Auntie Octavia. But I love it and I'm sure Sam's gonna comply with it, but very humorous that he said he's he's having her sign one for his Jeep and his sneakers because, well, obviously, we know that Britney's, like, probably wealthier. I'm not saying that to be shady, but Britney's a superstar. She's, like, a world-renowned superstar. Um, and I guess, you know, Sam's about to become one, too. So congratulations to the happily betrothed couple, engaged couple, betrothed, engaged, I don't know. Um, and I hope, I wish them nothing but a lifetime of happiness. So, woo, 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 woo. Now, third story of the day, <clears throat> well, actually, fourth story of the day, um, a little bit about Kanye drama. I mean, I don't... <laughs> It's a drama, but it's like, it's, it's, it makes you think. Page Six reported, Kanye West unfollows Kim Kardashian on Instagram amid divorce. Well, he was only following two people before, Kim and then something else, but now he's not even following Kim anymore, which is just like, what the hell? Kanye West has unfollowed Kim Kardashian on Instagram. Okay, why am I actually talking about this? Because you know, basically, in this day and age, when you unfollow someone on Instagram, it pretty much solidifies that, A, you don't like that person, B, you're being shady, or C, you're just like, I don't want to be, I don't want to, like, absorb your content anymore. Um, and it's like a terrible thing, but that's like what social media is, you know, meant to do is be destructive, which like really sucks. And I dare, dare to argue with me on that one. Go ahead. In the six months since the reality star's divorce filing, the rapper has continued to keep up with her on the app. But as of Monday, today, uh, yes, well, today, yeah, she's no longer one of the 12 accounts he follows. West 44 previously unfollowed Kardashian 40 and her sisters on Twitter in June. Page six broke the news of the quote, Donda artist and the keeping up with the Kardashian alums break up in Jan. She made it official by going to court one month later. West confessed to being unfaithful during their seven-year union in his new song, Hurricane, <clears throat> which I talked about. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is sad, but maybe Kanye's doing it for artistic purposes. I'm sure Kim's, like, literally, like, rolling her eyes at this story. She's like, okay, he unfollowed me. Like, he's the father of my children. Do you think that that matters? Or maybe he called Kim and was like, girl, I'm going to unfollow you because I want to do this. I want to, you know, create story. I want to create buzz. You know, who knows? There's many a reason why Kanye could be doing this. And, um, you know, he's a visionary. He's an artist. And he does what he wants to do. And look at this. I'm talking about him and he's getting a story out of it. So, but I don't think it has anything to do with their love or their parenting. I just think Kanye probably wants to, you know, be Kanye. He's Yeezy. He's like doing what he needs to do. Do what you need to do. And I will see you at the jailhouse. Bye, boo. If you guys know what that is from. If you know, you know. If you don't know, well... I'll give you a clue. Nini Lee and Kim Zolciak Beerman. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I have a little tickle in my throat. Um, let me just go to the last story I had for you. Hi, Bubba. My doggy wants to go outside. I know. I'm going to take you out. Okay, Daddy's just doing some work. Oh, I know. Hi, Chai. Hi, Bubba. Oh, you know when your dog puts his paw out or her sheet because they, they want you to pet them? That's what my bubby's doing. He just came up to me and, what are you doing, Chai? He's, he's moving to my lap now. Okay. Um, well, the final story I had for you was Conor McGregor and Machine Gun Kelly got into a fight on the red carpet at the uh, VMAs last night. But, like, there's no real story about that. So, do you hear my doggy shaking? Shake, 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 shake your booty. You know I'm not going to talk about it because, honestly, it is irrelevant, even though Megan Fox looked gorgeous at the VMAs last night. But I hope she's going to be the Met Gala tonight. And if she is, I'm going to report about it tomorrow. 
But um, aside from that, that's pretty much all I got for you guys. Thank you once again for tuning in for The Mistress of Pop Culture. I am Andrew DeVitri. You can stream my podcast on Apple, Spotify, CastBox Radio, iTunes, the podcast of the iPhone, basically anywhere where podcasts stream. And I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to talk about all the Met Gala outfits and everything fabulous that went down. Hopefully there's going to be another Beyonce. So long as moment. If not, then, well, we'll figure something out. But thank you so much, and I'll chat with you guys tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>